Good morning and welcome to a wisdom. What is it? Tuesday or Wednesday? I have no idea. Yeah, it's Wisdom Wednesday, my man. Good Lord. I'm lost. I'm totally lost. How are you? Julian says good morning to everybody on the Newberg Daily Huddle, being the youngest Noodleberg of them all. And good morning, uh, yeah. When you hear the bugle, you know what that means. He loves the intro now. He really but does. You are grooming him. You are grooming him properly, and I like that. <laughs> I think that that absolutely works. So, uh, Lori, you were in Orlando yesterday. Yeah, I had a conference and board meeting uh, for Career Source Florida. So, drove up on Monday, drove back yesterday, and then worked out with Jake last night. This may be an ignorant question, but what is Career Source Florida? Career Source, uh, well, it's a statewide organization. It's the Workforce Development Board. Oh, okay. Got it. Like the one-stop shop if you're looking for a job. Sure. They're on all the so I, I do have a question. Um, did you drive up? I did. Because I think Brightline is official now. You can, no? No, nah, I think you got like four and more the, days. I think yeah, it's like the 22nd is the inaugural what? or two more days, I think. I think it's you Friday. Know, I, I have like, I, I think I would get the shakes. When Patrick was younger, we used to go by train to Orlando because he had knee surgery up there. And so- <laughs> Like the tri rail. The last thing I no, it was it was yeah. Amtrak. Was, the last thing I wanted Amtrak, to do. Amtrak, not Amtrak. Still, Did you go horse and buggy day. too? I mean, like you know, right. when I was in New York, I spent six hours a day on on Amtrak's <laughs> New Jersey Transit. I'm done with trains. Okay? You spent the nickel to get a horse and buggy. Yeah, and you got a soda with it too. I mean, you know, like, they didn't have bright line when Patrick got surgery. I, I think I it's it. going to be wonderful to use to use it when it uh, when it does go there. We just stayed. Uh, I spoke at the Wave Hotel in Lake Nona, and we saw the bright line station. It really just outside the airport. A quick Uber to any of the places you really need to do. So that should be great. A couple of things I want to talk about before we get into the meat and potatoes. So there was an announcement that Elon Musk says he is considering requiring users to play a small monthly payment to use Twitter. And I just want to get your reaction to that because I have a reaction, but I want to hear your reaction individually. I mean, I get it. Like he's trying to figure out a way to turn that thing into a really profitable business. And I think he knows that people who use Twitter understand the value of Twitter. It's not just a social media platform for them. It's an information, you know, like it's similar to LinkedIn. I think I I, look, I pay LinkedIn for LinkedIn and I, the, the premium is worth it for LinkedIn mm-hmm. And I think for Twitter users who use it to get news, to get information, and to be educated in that kind of way, I think they'd pay it. So I think it's going to work. I actually love the idea because I think it will clean it up. You know, I think there'll be less of the bullshit garbage. You know, you you know there is a price to pay. And I'm glad that you referred to LinkedIn. Today, I launched my first accelerator. We have seven people that have agreed to pay and join us, which is great, you know, but they've invested in themselves. We're going to recommend that they invest in the premium on LinkedIn. And I just, the thought of it all is you get what you pay for always, you know, people just don't stop and think, you know, like I'm drinking a cup of Starbucks. It's four and a half dollars for this, man. You do this every day. 
it's more expensive than most of the shit you do in your life, but you just don't think about it. We talk about pay to play all the time, right? Pay to play. I think you're right, Steve. I think it will clean it up a little bit. Um, I, I disagree with you guys there. I don't think it's going to do anything. To I tend to stay away from Twitter. <laughs> because it's, a, Me too. it's a toilet bowl. It's a complete toilet yeah. bowl. I, I don't want to get my news from Twitter. Sorry. I have a hard time following some of the streams and where it's going. And like, I don't know what's real and what's not. It just totally bows me up. I love it. I mean, yeah, okay. I get it. So um, I noticed a couple of things this morning that I want to shout out. Everybody knows that my routine is to get up early and do things for myself. One of those is to sort of set the stage and look at social media and stuff like that. Uh, Patrice Jimenez. I got her name Nice. Right. You nailed it. I nailed it. Boom. <laughs> um, look at her yesterday. She, uh, in our coaching call, I said, I want to see more personality, more about you. And this is what she did today. She's telling her story from working as a COO for many, many, many years and jumping into the entrepreneurial pool, uh, legal pat. Anybody out there that needs uh, understanding of uh, the technology for a law firm, she's the one. So great job. And then I want to shout out to Michelle Porteroff, who put this out this morning. Bang. The day so, you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. I love it. Great isn't show. that amazing? I mean, so if you here that are listening have something that you want us to share with the audience, please send it to us. I'm happy. To I've been do talking that. about this for weeks now. We're trying to do a ask us anything, ask the Noodlebergs, ask the huddle segment where we are willing to go on and coach any topic that obviously fits into our expertise or what we talk about, or just create the conversation around whatever questions and whatever topics you guys have yet. Still very few people have put anything in the comments. So this if you guys is, want it, we'll do it. If not, we'll just keep talking about whatever we want to talk about. This is your show as much as it's ours. So if you have something that you think is post worthy or just send it to us and say, hey, could you could you show this on the screen and then let's have a conversation about it? What Michelle posted this morning, while very simple and just a couple of words, is so, so important because behind every success is all of the work and the planting that goes on. So I love that. I'm going to use it to open up my LinkedIn accelerator today. So thank you for that inspiration. Let's wake this thing up. We're going to do motivational music again. Today we have the OTB blog. We are on fire. Let's go. We're fire. of quick shout outs gary merkin who was on a train in cologne germany good morning chaz really great to see you back joining us every week um we'll have you ha do a cameo 
for our uh, upcoming uh, Ultimate Night Out, which is going to be a doozy. Not only that, but he is just, he's out there with the wrestling boy. He is. Chaz, Chaz should be a uh, on a the Hubler. roster of Hubler in the Hot Seat. Hot seat. a great story, and we haven't really showcased him yeah. in that scene. And he's yet. an original. He's an original Hudler, so... Yeah. He goes way back, and now we got him wearing pink jackets. So it's uh, it's really, really, really good stuff. Motivational music was inspired by yesterday's conversation about praise. Take it away. So obviously, obviously, I took the lead from you saying we should praise people and recognize people. And so I, I love that. But that performer's name is Hannah Grace. That's a four-minute song all on acoustic piano. And she lights the thing up. Sure, it was a great cover. Yeah. So try and bring you good, new, you know, fresh stuff. She may not be new. She could be 20 years in the making, but... You know, for me, it was new and I loved it. So. Oh, Jonathan says he'd love if we talk more about AI. I'm, pu- I'm putting it on the docket. No, you tomorrow. I have, tomorrow. I have loaded tomorrow. Jack. So today I am actually presenting for YPO, Young Presidents Organization, uh, on the effects of AI, chat GPT on work. These They wanted to hear about for their kids and grandchildren right? What are the jobs that are going to be out there? How do they manage this, all this new technology? What are the skill sets that our young people or any of us, right, that are reinventing ourselves today? What do we need? So that is at 11. So I'm, I want to, I'm going to say this with all due respect, Uh which when people say that means (laughs) they're about to tell you to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But I really do mean this. I really do mean this. What qualifies you to talk about chat GPT because I do not feel like an expert or someone who could get up in front of an audience. And I had a, I have a client that is moving into this space of coaching. And I said, you got to talk about what, you know, right. what is it that what's your basis? Point? So I'm not, my talk is not about chat GPT or AI. Okay. It's about how technology has changed the workforce and education and will continue to change the workforce and education. So I don't go into details about chat GPT. I talk about how we can use it, right? What are the pros? What are the cons of Um, of these kinds of things? And then how do we manage it as parents? And then what do we need to make sure that our young people have? So that is what I do. So I'm working with a company right now called Transformation Math that they are doing something very, very unique in creating a customized AI tutor experience that the way you interact with the machine, if you will, is based on your preferences, is based on all of the data that you load into the generative AI, and then the way it teaches you the math skills 
is really custom for who you are, how you learn, what your background is, what your questions are. It's a really, really unique idea that that is only going to continue to become the norm and, and become more accepted and adopted. And it's a really neat, uh, you know, I mean, you've, you've all probably heard of Sal Collins, Khan Academy. They have a, I forget what it's called. It's called the Khan. I don't know. It's a little creature. Um, it is basically tutoring, mentoring one-on-one -on -one for students. It does not give them the answers. It prompts right. them with questions to think. Bingo. Right. So, and so we talk about, we need problem solvers. Traditional education is not teaching our kids how to solve problems. So while there might be some downsides to this around privacy and, you know, a couple of other things that, that I'll talk about, the pluses are there if, if you want to embrace it. Yep. Uh, you know what I've seen and we'll talk uh, so Seth Godin posted something about it that I thought was really spot on but we'll we'll dig into that tomorrow the what I've seen is people who are putting information in and taking the information out word for word it's not human <laughs> it, it sounds robotic and so there are you know certainly pluses and and minuses but I wanted to continue the dialogue. It's two things we're going to cover in the next 10 minutes. Um, one is I want to continue this Dion dialogue because it just continues to amaze. Say, show me the television numbers from the game that was Saturday. <laughs> they were 5 million more viewers than any other game. And it was at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I mean, the rating is double the rating of the South Carolina Georgia game, which was probably the most intriguing matchup of the weekend, maybe Tennessee, Florida behind that. But the viewership, the amount of people on the East Coast that stayed awake to tune in, that woke up in the middle of the night to watch the to watch the end. I mean, you can't deny the fact that he brought attention. Forget about winning and everything else that's happening. He brought eyeballs and he brought money and he brought attention just by doing what he does, which is building brand and speaking out loud to everybody. And I want to make sure that people get this right. He's been doing this since he's a kid. I mean, when you dig into his stats as a professional, he was – uh, this, at the same time he was playing in the World Series, he was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. So, I mean, the Correct. guy is insane. But I want to I show you one more video, and then we'll get into the OTB blog. You don't have to be great to be consistent, but you need to be consistent to be great. Is there one thing you're consistent in? Grace. Your grades. Love it. Work ethic. You're right, JB. Uh, being here, being accountable. Being accountable. I like that. What are you consistent in? Pass rushing. Pass rushing. Simon, we need consistency, consistency, consistency. I pride myself of being consistent, a great father. I pride myself of being consistent, a good person. I pride myself of being consistent, trying to help others. I try, pride myself of being consistent, trying to inspire people. I pride myself being consistent, trying being on time, being consistent with who I am from day to day. So you ain't getting no one else. You know who you're going to get from day to day. That's what we're looking for. That's what this world is looking for. It's no way that you're going to be anything successful in life if you're inconsistent. Everybody's looking for consistency. The person. So the no, it, it just boils down to the way he said it. It's the number one metric. Yep. If you're consistent and people can count on you, you will go far in life. Yeah. It's the fact that you can't be counted on when you're erratic. It's just, 
fascinating that as he's teaching them about football, he's teaching them an equal amount about life, which is what I think he got from Bobby Bowden. And I think you learned that from Bobby Bowden as well. And I think the other thing is that the thing that allows him to be consistent and the thing that that has driven him to be consistent is that he's focused on the long term always, right? Like he's not going to stop being who he's being because of a loss. He's not going to stop being who he is or what he's about or committing to the work and the process because of one outcome. So that's the thing that I think gets in the way of most people when it comes to consistency could be your diet, right? You're undisciplined one day and you make that moment so much bigger than it actually is that it derails the consistency after that. Or you're consistent in prospecting and you take a few days off and you're like, oh, well, I took a few days off and now it's going to screw the whole rest of the year. And so I'm, I'm out. And you allow one moment to dictate so much more. I listened to the Mike McDaniel pivot episode, which was phenomenal. Oh, I got to listen to that. I have It's an hour long. There were a ton of nuggets that I pulled out of it. And he talked about the past and he goes, cause there's some interesting turns in his past that have allowed him to get to where he is. And he said, the thing I believe about the past is you get to define it with the present. He goes, whatever you do now gets to define what that moment really was in the past. And it's the exact same when you think about consistency. It, whatever happened, if you allow it to be bigger than it is, there's no chance that you're going to be successful because it's going to screw up all of your behavior after it. Lori, how would you comment on the word consistency? I mean, you you bring it every day. You're very intense. Some people have different words for that for you. But <laughs> just, uh, how does it work in your life? Um, well, I mean, it, it's, it's on every single aspect of my life, whether it's as a mom, I have, you show up, you're consistently, right. Trying to nurture, call, you know, bring your kids, uh, the experiences, do all that thing, but it has to be consistent, right. As a mom being there for them, all of that. And I think that's, it's about who you show up as, right. My kids know I will always be there because consistently I have been. My team knows I will be there. Mike knows. My friends know. It's, it's, I think it's so much about who you show up. And then, you know, most recently working with Jake, that consistency. Like he said, I can't yeah. believe you drove four hours and you came to work out tonight. No. You know what? Consistency. Because I'm seeing the results by being consistent. Well, what I love the most, and then we'll move on because I do want to talk about the blog. Uh, what I love the most was that he defined it in terms of other areas in your life. So if you just say, what are you consistent on? And you write those down. If you have three to five behaviors that you're consistent, you will be successful. I don't care what those behaviors are, assuming those behaviors are not drinking beer. and As long as they align with whatever the goal and priority is. So moving on, OTB blog, Shay, show it to me if you would. Uh, you and Sarah, Mark, have done a great job leading, and Jake, leading with impact, cultivating the pinnacle of business success. Take over here. You guys have done a great job of putting out weekly consistent information. Well, the credit goes to Sarah and Jake because they do an unbelievable job of cultivating the topics and going back and forth to make sure that the language and what we're talking about is really valuable. But I really loved this blog post because it really talked about the levels of leadership, 
and where leadership shows up, whether you're a CEO and you've got to be driving an organization beyond where they are now, whether you're in a sales or any kind of leadership role that you're responsible for a team and how to focus on the impact and coaching, whether you're talking about yourself and how you can cultivate the right mindset, which equal the behaviors, it really broke down leadership into a lot of different categories, which I think is really important because when I spoke to RCC last week, I spoke on the basic principles of leadership, mindset, time management, communication, and really defining for them what their core values were. I had the opportunity to make the core values with Robin and the leadership team. We gave it to the company to vote on, and then I was able to unveil the five that were going to be this year's core values and really helping them understand that like what all these things are are opportunities for you to define these behaviors for your people inside of the role so that they really understand how to lead themselves and how to impact others that way. So I think it's a really well-written blog that breaks down leadership into all the different levels. Uh, Lori, did you get a chance to look at it, read it? Yeah, I did. Um, so, any and, highlights and for you? Um, yeah, number three really stuck out for me, which is about uh, the art of adaptability. Um, and I talk about it. I'm going to talk about it today. Um, we, we, just, we have to learn, right? It, it, it is key to success, in, in my opinion, as a leader, as a person, right? In life and in work. Um, and we've got to be able to shift. We've got to be able to deal with what comes at us, right? Whether good or bad. Um, and so I think adaptability, that was the one that stuck out for me. Um, and then I would have to say second, of course, is that, that influence inspiring through influence. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, for, it's interesting. You brought, bring that up because, you know, people laugh, but when I got my, started getting my blazers from Bob Goldfarb, I, he would say, Hey, you want to stitch like a saying on the inside, just mm -hmm. like, so it's uniquely yours. He'd have, you know, obviously my name and then I put it, it is what it is. You know, and that is what adaptability is, man. I didn't plan it. I don't want it, man. This is a bag of shit, but I got it. You know, and this is what it is. And if you can adapt and take, um, you know, when they, they talk about this in the Bible, it's living above your circumstances. That's what adaptability is. You know, okay, man, the ball got intercepted in sports. Okay, man, what are we going to do next? You know, so I agree with you. It is one of the fundamental skills of being a great human because it's never going to be all good. Right. Never. It's an impossibility. And it's never going to be comfortable. Adapting is not comfortable, right? And that's why we don't like feeling uncomfortable, Right. When I'm going to talk about technology today, the first thing I'm going to say is adaptability. We have a choice. We can fight this. Right. Or we can embrace it and adapt because it is here to stay. It has been here for decades. Right. We just don't realize that that Netflix and Facebook and and Siri and AI has been around for years. We're just starting to talk about it because of chat GPT. Right? The same argument goes for LinkedIn. There's still the amount of shit that I get on LinkedIn. Oh, it looks like you've had a great career. You ever think about being an entrepreneur? 
Like, seriously, <laughs> what the fuck are you paying attention you to? You ever thought about starting a franchise? <laughs> like, what? Like, seriously, it doesn't make sense. So I, I totally am in line with you. Kudos to Sarah and to Jake because that weekly blog does an amazing job. It puts out really relevant. I'm enjoying reading it myself. Uh, if you are not signed up to it, Shay is uh, drilling everybody in the chat with uh, ways to sign up. Buy tickets to the Women's Summit. If you're a late arriver and you still want to get in my uh, accelerator, I'm doing it today. We start at 1 o'clock. Mark, yours is next month. Mine starts in October, absolutely, and that those spots are filling up. So if you do want to become a pro at LinkedIn, if you're looking for that, you know, individual coaching and that be, the ability to be able to really implement it and get all your questions answered, it's a great opportunity for you guys. Lori, have a great speech today. Uh, those you. lucky people get to be around you. I'm sure you'll be talking about some C words, or at least I hope you are. There are um, you in there. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for, you know, the early starting the week off. Great. Tomorrow, Mark, it's you and me. And then Friday, Coach Dave Wanstat joins us okay. to talk some football. I am dying to hear his take on Dion, his take on all the injuries, his take on NIL. It should be a wonderful conversation. He's a great friend of the family. And the week after, we're going to Pittsburgh. So uh, we'll, we'll talk Pittsburgh. Love awesome. it. Love All it. Right. Let's go. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's get down to business.